Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and I have the very honor and privilege of welcoming to the show the president of the new network, AFN, Mr. Christian Edwards. Welcome to the show, brother. brother. Let me just repeat that again for those that didn't hear. The president of AFN, Mr. Christian Edwards. I like the ring of that, bro. It sounds good. And I actually told my wife, Lucy, that she has to refer to me as Mr. President now. Mr. President. No more nicknames, no more babe, no booby, you know, no, no more <laughs> nicknames like that. It's Mr. President. Sorry. I know you guys like your nicknames too, man. So that's we real. Do, we do. Yeah. <laughs> it was so wild. It's the first time we've been on many King's Council podcasts together, but this is the first time we're actually doing it through Zoom because uh, quite frankly, I don't have the luxury to, to travel as much uh, to be right by your side as I yeah, was. Man. Yeah, here. but luxury comes in, in a lot of different ways, brother. And and while I love always having you under this roof and, and man, we had a, a lot of episodes together. Uh, there's nothing I'm more freaking excited about right now than having you under the roof where you are right now. No doubt about it. You are where your feet are supposed to be uh, leading this movement here uh, as of, of AFN. Um, so the it, I, I'm, I'm okay with doing this virtually is, is really what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same man. And uh, it's amazing. We're down here in Plano, Texas. Uh, I, I know we'll get into it, but this 47,000 square foot building that we're in, we're in studio one. We got this gigantic led video wall behind us who actually, uh, through the company of one of our King's Council guys, Josh Dominguez, Refresh LED, right. little plug right there. For Shout him. out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but dude, you, you know how God told Lucy and I a year ago or so, you're moving to Texas. And little did I know that this would be the reason why. This is just wild. Yes. Yes. And that's what I want to do on this episode, bro, is just, I think over the last three years, um, and it's been a full two years now in which, uh, you and I have, have really become best buds. Um, and you know, you were, you were able to leave your job, uh, coming on board with the King's council served just so faithfully, man, as spiritual advisor within the King's council. Um, and you're still very active within the community here. Um, but that's birthed some additional responsibilities and, and roles that, um, I think just as a reflection of, man, just o- obedience uh, of why, how and why you're even in Texas. Um, but collectively, when we come together as, as the body of Christ, like what God can do uh, when we are obedient to his calling. And um, I'm just so, I'm, I'm just so grateful and honored to be a part of this movement um, in which it's, it's always interesting. And, and I think it's just a testament to those listening to like, we're, we're all going through these different seasons of life and Ash and I, my wife, Ash and I have kind of, you know, jokingly, but halfway also serious of like, 
how long is this season? <laughs> it's like, okay, God, uh, show me some fruit. I think we were doing what we're supposed to be doing. I've been, you know, it's been reconfirmed over and over and over again. Um, and now that we're actually starting to see some, some things come to fruition, it's helps. It helps in the moment of like, okay, I, I can see now, but that's part of this, this walking out this journey of faith, right? If, if we already see what's going to happen, that ain't faith, right? It's, it's being completely in solely reliant on him, our creator, taking those steps of faith because God responds to faith, no doubt about it. And uh, it's up to us, right? As much as we say, if it's to be, it's up to God. And it's like, you know, his will be done a hundred percent. Yes. But he has still put us on this earth for such a time as this. And if we don't do it, I believe he's going to find somebody else to do it, but there's nothing more that I want than at the end of my life to hear well done, good and faithful servant. You were obedient to the calling on your life. And I don't care if that's living in a van down by the river, or if that is uh, leading this, this King's council movement or what you're doing now as president of AFN and who knows what it's going to be a few years from now. Right. But we are to be excellent in everything that we do. Uh, so for those listening, and then we'll dive into this man, just, I want you to just stay in courage to, to, if you know that calling on your life, trust the process, stick to the process. And here's the process, meditate on the, on the, the book of the law. Do not let it depart from your mouth. Keep speaking life, keep speaking truth. And then the most important part of this, in my opinion is so that you may do what it says. There's the doing portion of it. So if you just, if you're thinking it, you're speaking it, but you're not doing it, uh, yet, that's not how you become prosperous and successful, right? This is right out of the book of Joshua 1.8 and how we can do this thing, right? So, or is it 1.9? So 1.8 or 1.9? One, 1.9 one is uh, be courageous. But be courageous, yeah. yes, yes. And then I think it is. So 1.8 and then 1.9, sorry to put you on the spot, man, but 1.9 then is that, uh, it tells us we got to be strong and courageous, right. In order to actually do these type of things. And, and I think brother, you leading uh, your family, the way that you do, and then ultimately moving them out of the state that you grew up in that, you know, you still have family back in New Jersey that uh, hopefully will, will join you at some point. Right. But it is still just leading through the obedience of, of God and, and ultimately allowing him to, he's going to take care of the rest. Right. But if we don't, we aren't obedient to the call of God on our life, there's nothing he can do. Right. He, yeah. He's he can, he's going to work with those that want to be worked with and worked through. And so that all being said, dude, let's, let's just give a little, let's, let's take five, 10 minutes here and give them just kind of a recap of what's taken place here over the last three years. Yeah. And then I want to really dive into what God is doing uh, in, in ultimately fighting fake news and in delivering truth to the public uh, to ultimately be, be an example of our creator for, first and foremost, but then also just stepping into the calling. Because one of the things within the King's council, you guys know, I've said this from the beginning is that we cannot complain about what we tolerate in our lives. And if we're tolerating, whether it's uh, being overweight and unhealthy or being broke and poor, it's the mindsets that, that if we become a victim, you're tolerating it, right? If, if you see things that you don't like and, and you think, well, what am I gonna do? That's the, your answer is something. Okay. And it, it, as simple as it was from just me, just raising my hand early on through the 2020 
debacle, we'll call it. Uh, and, and ultimately now what has, what God has used here over the past few years. And, and I think the biggest thing though, is the relationships in our life that, that God, we know we can't do this thing on our own from the beginning of time. God told us this and good for us to be alone. Right. right. And then ultimately these relationships that God has put into place with you and I, brother, obviously Scott Thomas, Josh Fierstein, Josh Latimer, uh, and so many more that, that are being used for this movement here. But I'm going to shut up and let you take, take us through, man, just the past few years, ultimately leading up to this moment right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been an amazing ride. And what's crazy is I've shared my testimony many, many times from when I got saved in 2011 at the age of 30 up until, I mean, I feel like I share my testimony in some sort of way, just about each and every day, yeah. uh, because it's not a testimony of Christian Edwards and just what's going on in my life. It's truly a testimony about our savior, about our Lord, about the uh, redeeming power of Jesus Christ, uh, about how he could restore, how he could um, clean up what is so dirty, broken, busted and defeated and, and make it new again. And that's what he did in my life. So. Um, I share this testimony, but little did I know is uh, my testimony would shift so much just in the last couple of years, because I, I was I was content knowing that uh, I wasn't fulfilling everything God wanted me to do in life, but I was content. It's like, okay, I'm doing good ministry work. I'm sharing the gospel. I'm leading people to Christ. Uh, I'm doing that. But little did I know uh, just exactly the platform that, that God wanted to use me through. And that, that really happened when I, I met you really. And, and this whole mm -hmm. thing called King's council, uh, I, I, you guys could go back to episode. I think it was one or two when I sat with you on your couch. Yeah. And I remember it was like negative 14 degrees outside uh, two winters ago when you had just brought me on full, full time. You allowed me to quit my job as a hospital maintenance guy, which I had had from, uh, for the previous 19 years, uh, when I was an addict, uh, you know, I, long story short, addict from the age of 16 to 30, a basketball injury led to four surgeries and a terrible opiate addiction and just darkness, true, true darkness for 14 years. And I had uh, a hospital maintenance job that enabled me to be an addict because I just sat in the maintenance shop and off shifts, overnight shifts and weekends and got high there. So when my unbelievable like the angel of a wife lucy came into my life and led me to jesus god told like i got saved radically saved delivered from that 14 year drug addiction uh i i went got into the bible and you know start reading about being born again and what happens when you get filled with the spirit read the book of acts is like oh crap like this is this is for real like this yeah. is actually uh, what was written uh, 2000 years ago is actually what happened to me. This thing is real. And uh, I, I, but I had this job where, uh, you know, I married Lucy eight months later, became the father uh, of four right away. So now I'm looking at it like, oh, wow, I got this hospital maintenance job where I have some seniority. I could work some overtime. It's not the worst job in the world it is the union job, but I, I was scared. You know, you just talked about faith. You just talked about obedience. And I, I would say I was full of faith, but I was walking in fear because I, I was too afraid to, to shift my life drastically, to start something from scratch to even really, I was so fearful. I wouldn't even really seek God. Like I would, I would, I would say I'm seeking God. All right, God, what is it that you have for my life? But 
I know that if he had revealed it before he did, when I, when you came into my life, I would have shot away from it. I, I would have kind of like put the, the, the earmuffs on and I got, uh, when you kind of want an answer from God, but you kind of don't, cause you don't know what he's going to say. It was something like that. So when uh, you came into my life, Scott came into my life in October, 2020, um, it shifted my life drastically because I, yeah, I was a man of faith. Jesus was first, but um, I, I just put, had such self-limiting beliefs because even though I knew who I was in Christ and I was redeemed, I was set free from that addiction. I looked at my, my job and it's like, oh man, I'm a hospital maintenance guy. Like, like, and it just made me feel like, all right, if I make, oh, you know, if I'm making six figures, uh, you know, that'll be crushing it. That's like the, the max I, I can make it financially. And not that everything's about money, but um, you, you and Scott, but in particularly you just helped me shift my mindset into that of an entrepreneur. And that does that didn't mean that I, I went and started my own business, but it was a mind shift that just opened up so many more doors and it helped me in being obedient to what God had for my life. So dude, you know, I I I could go with this. When I started talking <laughs> about Jesus in my testimony, it's a two-hour podcast. So it's all right. I don't think people that. complain, bro. I don't think people complain. <laughs> This is good, man. Which I do want to just throw out. I, I looked this up, our podcast, like uh, downloads and listens and things like that. And that episode, man, of you and I is the number one listened to episode, uh, which I think was, I think it was three or four. I'll have to, I'll have to verify, but um, this is the number one, which is, that's a testament right there, bro. It's just like, it, I think it's, it's, it's so incredible. Um, but uh, what back to obedience, as I mentioned before, like once we're, be, once we be, become like full submission to Christ and which is, is ultimately what, what you had done with your life and what God has truly worked a miracle in me over the last three years uh, is, is I think again, back to relationships, it's just been so incredible um, that we have this, this bromance that we do, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what uh, our, our wives, you know, call it essentially. But, um, but it is, it, it, it's been while, you know, you'd mentioned what, what I had helped with the mindset for you, but also just this understanding um, su submission in my life uh, ultimately, I think was the biggest thing to me because I, I, I get this surrender concept of like, yes, I'm supposed to surrender to God, but my mind is like, that's, that means I lost, right? Just if I think that, if you think of surrender in any position, right? In war, when you surrender, you reluctantly surrender. And I didn't, maybe that's what was holding me back even with just this concept or understanding. It's like, no, I'm not just surrendering my life, but I'm submitting it. I'm, I'm coming alongside no longer the team of the enemy, but I am, I am in complete submission to what my creator asked me to do. Uh, but I only know that by spending time with him. And, and I think that a representation that of you brother in my life has, has helped me really understand that, um, and how to walk that out individually as well. So uh, I love you, man. <laughs> but let's get back. Let's get back to the the story here. Then of you came on board with with King's Council, uh, which is epic. We've had uh, incredible times as as you know, and so many members of the, of the community here. I, I think, dude, when when people talk about the King's Council, it, it's not even they don't even talk about me. It's it's about 
you dude and and ultimately like what god has done in their life because you've had so many one-on-one discussions and crying times and and you know testing times in, in these relationships that you've had as spiritual advisor of the king's council um uh, and then what that has kind of done or morphed into into your role now here at afn man so walk us through that a little bit and how you even got to texas yeah yeah, so loving this this gig as spiritual advisor of King's Council, and uh, as far as ministry jobs, it, I couldn't have chosen a better one because you know I've had different roles within the church, and I I just I love it. I mean, I'll serve all day, every day in any position that that needs a, a person. Whether dude, if my the church I'm going to now said, hey, can you uh, drive the church van on Sunday? I would do it. I, I just want to serve one way or another. Yeah, uh, but to but that the heart of, of servanthood that or servitude that uh, God gave me, believe me, it's not me. It, but when you're talking about faith and obedience earlier, in my head, I was just thinking these things uh, sound like monumental and tough for people. But when you're close to the Lord, these things come easy. Yeah, and uh, it's it's easier to have faith when you're spending time with the Lord every day. When you're just like boohooing your eyes out, worshiping him, just mm-hmm. spending that real time, digging in his word. Uh, I, and don't don't get me wrong, guys. It's not like I, I've crushed it. I'm just like up here in my faith all day, every day. It's not the case. But it's easier to, to, to be walking in that type of faith when you're dedicated to the Lord like that. And then it's easier to to have that faith with legs. You know, it's one thing to to be a man of faith, but if your faith doesn't have legs, you don't really have faith. If you're not active, it's good. You're not taking those steps. Uh, I often uh, reference this. You know, when the Israelites were about to cross the Jordan River into the Promised Land, you know, God didn't uh, dam up that water and make the path for them until the soles of the feet of the priests that were on the front lines were in the water. They had to start walking before that 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 path cleared for them. And man, that, that, I, I often think about that. that uh, so many of us say that we're, we're men or women of faith, but we're sitting here like, all right, God, you show me something first and I'll run to it. And God's like, <laughs> no, you better start. You show me your faith and you start taking those steps. Let me, let me make sure the soles of your feet are in the Jordan River before I make that path for you. Yeah. And, and that's really... A part of what you've helped me do is take these steps, even in joining King's Council right off the bat where I was in life. You know, we had finally had the baby we've been praying for. Uh, So now we have four older kids that Lucy had before she was married to me and now little baby Ezra, little Ezzy boy. And but Lucy wasn't going back to work. So I was like, okay, uh, uh, she's making decent money. Now, now what do I do? Uh, But there's this this coaching challenge online that God says, all right, be a part of it. And then there's an offer at the end and God says, you know, swipe your card for 2,500 to, to do a 90 day program with, 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 it wasn't even called King's council yet. That, that's right. how infant this was. This thing was brand new and I did it, but it, it was easy to be obedient because uh, or easier to be obedient because of my relationship with the Lord. And when the Holy spirit speaks, Man, I, I've had times in my walk where I wasn't obedient and I, I saw what came of that. And then there's never been a time in my life where being obedient to the Holy Spirit, even when it seems inconvenient in life, didn't pay major dividends. 
And I even think about it now, if God puts on my heart, if I'm at the supermarket and God says, Hey, go, go talk to that person, go minister to that person. Or if he gives me a word for somebody, I will never not do it now because of the conviction I felt from the times that I was like, Oh no, I'm going to look like an idiot. Oh, what if he thinks I'm weird? It's like, I, I don't give a crap about those things anymore. Right. God has dealt with me and I don't care what it looks like to natural lie. I don't care what it looks like to the world. If he tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. And, and I could say that with boldness and, and firm like that because I make it my, my business, my number one non-negotiable, you know, we coach on a lot of things in King's council. And we talk about non-negotiables. My number one non-negotiable is the time with the Lord. I, I don't care. I'm here at, at this network. I, dude, I've had some long days here. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you, you get named president of a company and you have some really long freaking days, but I, I can't forsake my time with the Lord or else I, if yeah. I, if I were to forsake that, guess what? I wouldn't be equipped to be president of AFN, to be spiritual advisor for, for King's council to do anything because that's where, that's, that's where I get my fuel. That's where I get my strength. That's where I get my equipping. That's where I get everything. I, yes. I, I, I've had a couple of conversations recently and it's strange because on paper, just like on paper, I, I probably didn't qualify for a lot of things that God has had me do along this journey. On paper, I probably don't have the resume to be president of a, a media company. Yeah. I don't on paper, but God just through the power of the Holy Spirit has equipped me. Um, I'm in uh, I'm in meetings. I'm negotiating contracts. I'm talking to advertisers. I'm doing doing all this stuff that up until a couple months ago was relatively foreign to me and God is just allowing me, he, he, he created this, this place here for me and he's not going to put me here and then not equip me, but I can't just uh, wake up and come, come to the job every day. I have to no, let me fuel in, you know, it, yeah. that, that uh, power outlet over there, there, there's a lot of juice behind that thing. But if you don't plug something into it, it's, it's virtually useless, right? Yes. So, so gotta, good got to plug into the Lord every morning. And um, it's remarkable because, you know, me, it's like, who am I? I, I? Back at rehab, when I was there a week, I had been saved a week. I, I went to rehab. Again, uh, check out that testimony episode. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But I've been saved literally a week. I went to rehab the day after I got saved. Little did I know I was fully delivered from my addiction already. And a week into it, everybody's calling me their Christian counselor. <laughs> and I've been a Christian for a week. And somebody said, all I know is everybody here just wants what you have. And all I had was Jesus. That was it. Yeah. And then fast, fast forward to uh, 2020, the, the first live event where I met you in person. And one of the, the, the big ballers in my eyes that was in the room when he left uh, and I had gotten a chance to, to share my testimony a bit, but there's a room of like 50, 60, like high level entrepreneurs and businessmen. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I, I, I know my identity in Christ. I know where I am in like the spiritual spot. I know where I am within the church, but I'm out of my league here. And one of the, the biggest ballers in that room at, at the end of it shook my hand, looked me dead in my eye and said, all these people here may, may have what you want, but you have what everybody in this room actually needs. 
God. Just, and, and that's all it is. It, it's just, it's Jesus. That That's all it is. And that's, that's all I have. I don't want to say all I have. God has blessed me with so much, but that, that's where it starts. I have the most beautiful wife in the world. I have five amazing kids. I have a beautiful home here in, in the Dallas area. Um, so I have so much. Jeez, uh, I'm just. I, I'm dude, I'm just, so here's, I just looked it up. I had to look it up. If you guys heard an audio blip there, that's because I pressed play on the podcast. It's, it's episode two. I didn't even realize this. Okay. Uh, overcoming addiction let me read it here overcoming addiction finding hope and servant leadership with christian edwards so again if you guys haven't listened to that uh go back listen to it um it's probably if it's on youtube i think it's you and i literally sitting in front of fireplace at my house here wasn't it yeah. we, yeah, did so it? we kicked off that bromance in front of a uh, <laughs> lizard outside in front of a fireplace on your That's couch right. i don't <laughs> even know if we videoed it actually it might only be audio but oh, it was only audio yeah we were i mean we didn't even know what we were doing but hey obe- being obedient right is like we we're supposed to do a podcast here so let's let's do it yeah. um which comes back to again just so great like we can God's just been so amazing through this process, but part of, we went through a pruning season within the King's council, right? Like we, a lot of amazing things were happening. Lives were being changed. Like souls were being saved. God was, was moving within this community. And, you know, then we went through some frustration, some, some pruning uh, that had to take place, right. In order for us to be where we are now. So some of us, even in those seasons, it's, it can be so frustrating. We can even get like angry at God. Right. And and I think it's like, why is this happening? We, we question uh, literally everything. Like, am I, was I obedient? We question ourselves. Like it was a, maybe I'd messed up. Right. And I think the only way that you can really truly know this is as Christian mentioned, like staying plugged in by, by staying, uh, by abiding in him, by being connected to the true vine. Cause without him, without a, a, a source to be plugged into as Christian reference, like we were left as a tumbleweed in this world, like in, in whatever looks good or thinks good, the, the temptations of the, the world just come at, at hand. Right. And, and ultimately then that's where a lot of people are, will, will say terrible things to you or about you, uh, will, will do very hurtful things. Uh, but if you're the only possible way that you can continue to stay on course is by abiding in him. And, uh, and, you know, through that, the, the kind of the junk we went through and, you know, 2021, uh, the, through this, through 2022, uh, and really what's been birthed, man, cause you've, you moved from New Jersey, you darn right. Just uprooted the family and said, God and Lucy was fully on, on board with this, right? Like God's yeah. told us to, to move to Texas, which is crazy because I had a rental there for a year prior, uh, as we were like, getting the lay of the land. And then we let that go because we were like, all right, we're, we don't really know, but you were, you were like, no, we're, we're moving. We're, we're getting out of this God forsaken, New Jersey. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, that's good. You could, you could say that. Can I say that? Sorry yeah. if you're from New Jersey, love you guys, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we thought that uh, this area, this DFW area would be the hub for King's council. And then it looked like it wouldn't be. So God spoke clearly to Lucy and I and said, uh, you guys are moving to Texas. And I, that's a beautiful thing about uh, 
praying with your spouse. I mean, so mm. many times when God speaks to me on something that that affects the whole family or affects my marriage, uh, she will hear the same thing. And uh, I mean, even if she didn't, uh, I, I love my wife. She she's obedient. She's submissive uh, to me as head of, head of the household. She knows that, and part of that's because she sees me when I spend my time with the Lord. Right, right. If, if, if I wasn't putting in the work, uh, you know, seeking after God, uh, maybe she wouldn't be so submissive. But it's it, if guys, if you want, a she wouldn't be. Wife, and and dare dare you? I would say that she shouldn't be. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, partly as, as a biblical model, not that we can go down this another episode, but ashes, this has been an incredible thing that she's committed her life to as well, but she is submitted as, as a, as a, a wife, but a lot of people think like that's just in the, in this feminist movement, like that's just such a terrible thing. Right. No, right. it's, 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 it's literally using the Bible as an instructional manual, but it, it to be in submission means to be under a mission, right? And as a head of your household, if you're a man listening to this, if you're, you are not on mission, you got no business leading your family. You, you are the one that's not abiding in him. You are like the tumbleweed that I mentioned. And for you to, to take that responsibility, it is something that you better freaking take seriously because you are on mission and you, you have followers, right? But they're only going to be submitting to the mission that you have hand. And if your mission is not clear, if it's like, well, I'm just going to go make money and, and then hopefully retire. And maybe we'll buy a, a, a house in Florida. And, and, you know, like that ain't a mission. That is not a mission. You were not created just to be here to live uh, this kind of whatever lukewarm life and then die. No, no, no. That's, that's not mission. That is like, that sounds terrible to me if, if that's the only hope and goal and vision that you have for your life. But if you are on mission, a God given mission, he's, he's revealed that mission and vision to you. Now your spouse can be sub under the mission sub mission. Um, and I don't want to go into, maybe we could do another episode on that, bro. Uh, right. but I do no, love talking about that. Yeah. And it's so true. And I mean, uh, like I said, it's easy for Lucy to be, uh, submissive uh, when she sees me really seeking the Lord and, and leading our family in that regard. And it's funny because I, as long as I've been alive, I've always been like grateful to be a guy rather than a girl. I, I don't want to get pregnant. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> have a period. I, I, I don't want to go through all that stuff. Right? Right. So it's like, all right, I'd rather be a guy than a girl. But when you look at the responsibility of the man, when it comes to family, where we're to truly be the covering for our spouse, for our kids, that is such a heavy responsibility. And yes, mm -hmm. I still want to be a guy. I still want to be a man. I still want to be that person in that role. But a, a, a lot of men miss that, man. A lot of men miss that responsibility. And, and you know, uh, we, yeah, we can go down a rabbit hole with that. But there is such a, a heavy responsibility to be the, the head of a household, to be the covering for your wife, for your kids. Listen, what, what, what we don't conquer as the, the heads of our households, our wife and our kids are going to have to confront. If we don't conquer it, our kids, mm, our family will have to con good. confront it. And that's a heavy responsibility. And we can get caught up in life and just like go through the motions and, you know, let our, send our kids off to school and, uh, you know, come back with all these like uh, liberal ideologies and uh, all, all this bull crap that, that they're learning. Just like, oh, okay, as long as they're home by a certain hour and have no idea where their friends are and all that. 
but no, to to be the the spiritual covering, the physical covering, everything as that the head of household, it, it's a weighty responsibility, and I I don't take that lightly at all because I because I, I read the Bible, I read the Word, I, I I know the the calling it is just to be a husband, just to be a father. I get it, so I'm not going to take that lightly. But I digress. Hey guys, if you're digging this content and you'd like to be a part of our community of kingdom entrepreneurs, then text the word KING to 727-472-3860. We host virtual and in-person get-togethers with the focus of building community to advance the kingdom through wealth creation and financial stewardship. So if you're looking for this type of tribe and the resources to do so, then step into your true calling by texting the word KING to 727-472-3860. So we we were talking about, I think this is great. We're absolutely going to do an episode on this, man. But uh, we were talking about Lucy coming into, you guys coming into agreement. Like you seek the Lord. You were like, hey, I think we're going to, we're supposed to go to Texas. And then Lucy also through prayer and you know certainly submission but also it was confirmed with her right yeah and no it was wild is and it was tough because then we got together and we're like okay we're doing this and in our eyes because our older kids are are older they they have their own lives up north uh we have a 26 year old 23 21 and then our 18 year old wound up coming with us and of course little Ezzy who who's two but, and far from little by the way right yeah, right <laughs> he's about up to my waist right he's here. the same size as my wife let's just <laughs> say that yeah uh, and I have two grandbabies up north I only had one when we moved down but now I have a second grandbaby up north in New Jersey and Lucy you know uh she spent a, a lot of years where it's just her and the four kids so she's mama bear and uh you know like she was unbelievable to to be able to raise them the way she raised them for them to be the people that they are uh with just without a, a father in the household for for most of the years um but so as hard as it was for her when we when we told the kids what you know god's calling us to texas and the three older ones uh said they were going to stay back it, it was so hard for for both of us but especially her to say I get it. I'm going to pray that you eventually make your way down there, but I know this is what God is, is saying we need to do. So to, to have a wife like that, that, and believe me, there was plenty of nights that we're, we're up praying, we're crying, uh, just spending good quality time with the kids, knowing that we're going to be seeing them less. It was tough. It, 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 you know, it, it was emotional, but at the same time, as tough as it was, and as many times as we just sat there and, and, and cried, uh, there was a peace that came with it because yeah. we knew we were obeying God. So even though it was tough in the, in the natural, there was such a peace in the spirit about it because we're being obedient. And then God, in addition to just giving us a simple peace, he gave us this giddiness where we didn't know what was to come in Texas. And it's funny because we almost checked off the DFW area off our list because it was like, oh, Riley was there. He's not there anymore. It's probably not that area in Texas. But as you know, we put our house on the market before we had a clue. We right. just knew Texas. Texas is a pretty big state, if anybody didn't realize. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the DFW area is pretty big, yeah. in case anybody didn't realize. 
So we put our house on the market, especially, and that's another story. I mean, God woke me up out of my sleep one night and said, like, call a realtor today. Uh, you know, and I, we wound up calling a realtor that day. And dude, if we had sold our house, like if we had closed on our house when we did this past summer, a week prior, we would have made less money on it. If we had closed a week later, when interest rates started to go up, we would but we we sold it and closed at the absolute best time. Thank you, Lord, for for setting us up financially like that. You know, you pray for provision, and then he wakes you up out of your sleep to say, "Call a realtor today." Uh, it's amazing how he he makes provision for us. Yeah, but yeah. We had this piece to come down, and then when Lucy and I took some trips, I mean, we're down in the Austin area, uh, down in Waco, because we 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 have some uh, some friends down in Waco, and we we're back in the DFW area. We're like, okay, this is it. This is it. And there's a giddiness of, all right. God was literally telling us you continue to be obedient. And I, I, I trust me, what I reveal to you, you're going to know that it's worth it. You're going to mm-hmm. know. So we weren't being obedient just because like he was dangling the carrot in front of us. We're being obedient because that's the uh, guess what? You sleep pretty well at night when you know you're being obedient to God, when you know yeah. that you're in his will. There's just a comfort. There's a security. It, it's quite frankly what the world chases every single day and tries to find it in the things of the world. And it just leaves them high and dry and emptier than where they started. But this true peace, this true comfort, um, it, it, it can't be replaced. So we, we found ourselves, we got a place over on the Fort Worth side of town in Keller. And dude, we're, we're there. We move in this great townhouse. Our 18 year old Mooch is with us as he's with us. And, you know, King's council's clicking and it's like, all right, God, what do you have? And all it was literally like two weeks later where you give me a call because you, you got introduced to, to this guy named Josh yeah. Fierstein. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it, it's so cool to really look back at, um, God's hand upon, you know, in this the a year prior, because I was actually, for some of you guys know who Josh Latimer is. If you don't, you're going to know a heck of a lot more of him. We're going to have him on some upcoming episodes and his uh, future involvement within the King's council. The guy crushes business. Uh, he's created more millionaires than anybody else that I know uh, that actually that that that's just a statement right there. He's created more millionaires than anybody else that I personally know. Um, and he's coached them through that process, uh, which is epic. So I met him because he's an entrepreneur at heart, uh, and his family has just committed to this entrepreneurial journey, but also they are just submitted to, to Christ. And they're so amazing. Um, he created this plant, this book called the kid war plan, which shout out kidwarplan.com. Uh, if you guys have not, if you have any kids, this is an epic, like 90 day journal, uh, that, um, was everything that I like wanted for the, a part of what we were going to be moving forward with as the King's Academy, our youth kind of entrepreneurship program. And uh, him and I, I, I messaged him randomly, never knew of him until I came across this. And I was like, I got to meet this guy within, I messaged him on Instagram. He immediately messaged me back and said, we got to get on the phone and talk. And we wrapped for close to an hour, which was epic. And it was, it was literally like the scene from stepbrothers when we were like, did we just become best friends? Right. And he made me call him, you know, dragon slayer and whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he would probably like that name though. Um, right. yeah. but, but we hit it off and, and stayed in communication for the past year. 
and then throughout a um, additional uh, introduction with Scott Thomas, uh, who was introduced actually to Josh Fierstein from a, a former business partner uh, of of ours. Um, little did we know in that conversation, Scott's on with with Josh Fierstein, and and uh, Josh uh, Fierstein's talking to him about uh, the kid war plan. And Scott goes, "Wait a minute, you, your business partners okay with the kid? That's like the Leatherbound Journal." And Scott goes, "Hey, like my business partner and him are actually just you know already in in communication." And Fierstein's like, "Well, who's your business partner?" And, and Scott says, "Well, Riley Meek." And he's like, "Your partner's with Riley Meek." And and I'd actually messaged Fierstein on Instagram, uh, and we kind of shot a couple messages back and forth months prior had no clue what what god was doing within this situation but uh, a couple of days later all four of us got on the phone uh and completely gelled uh and but you guys are you guys know that i'm a firm uh just having business partners in the past having great ones having awful ones uh and and then you know having ones where i just i took them as learning experiences right i'm I, i'm always going to encourage people to not be business partners, at least, you know, 50, 50 type partners, because it's, it's hard. It's very, very hard. Uh, and if, if one is, you know, just being equally yoked and, and not right. So it's, it's a difficult situation. So we wanted to ultimately, we were going to date well before we were going to jump into, you know, a long-term relationship, partly because I've just, I promised my wife, I would not do that again. Right. Um, so uh, we hit it off, had great conversations. I think one of the very next ones, though, Christian, was I probably called you and was like, man, you listen to this story. And was just talking to you about what Josh Fierstein's vision was for what we're walking out right now uh, with AFN. Um, and ultimately, you know, how Scott and I have been huge proponents as I started this episode out with, hey, we're not going to you know, tolerate what we complain about in life. And, and, and there's a lot that we were, you know, frustrated with, with, with the media, with news, with, with the garbage, the indoctrination that's taking place, uh, you know, as adults, but especially as kids, right. And, and, you know, what are we going to do about it? And, you know, the fact that my daughter now is 11, uh, when I had this first, uh, what I feel a direct calling from God was when she was eight of like, if not you, then who, uh, now it's just a matter of taking those obedient steps, uh, and, and letting God make the connections and relationships. But again, if I, if I had at any point, uh, disconnected from, from him, um, who knows what would be happening, right? Because none of this makes sense financially. What we've done over the last few years makes zero freaking sense, um, from the, from the world's perspective. Right. Um, but then uh, all of this comes to, to fruition of, I had no clue that that Josh Latimer uh, felt God told him that he was supposed to move uh, his family. It was, it was in Michigan to move to Texas to be a support supportive arm uh, of Josh Fierstein. Uh, and, you know, you felt you were supposed to be there. Um, I was maybe there a little prematurely. Right. And then and then how this all kind of comes to fruition of Scott and I being able to come on board and be really being a financial arm or pillar of this movement and bro you being uh, how i described you the other day was like you're the glue that has has made a lot of this just continually come together 
right? And I think some of all of our different giftings, Fierstein, if you guys don't know who Josh Fierstein is, he's a, he's a marketing, uh, you know, he creates viral videos. Uh, he's a genius, but he is uh, fully submitted to Christ and, and leading his family the way God has, has what I believe is really intended as a biblical representation in the Bible. Same with Josh Latimer, both just marketing geniuses. Um, and then Scott and I being able to come alongside with, with our different giftings and, and abilities, um, even uh, being able to financially uh, put money towards this project. But then ultimately, bro, you being, uh, you know, just being obedient, to do some certain things, man, that it's funny when I've joked, uh, like, you know, how, how's Christian doing with, with other people? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was like camera guy today, like moving the jib around and, and doing all these different projects for AFN. Um, and then ultimately now, man, just the president of the company there. Um, and so it, here, here we are, dude. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Give me a, give, give these guys a snapshot over the last three months. Cause really yeah. this is, this is pretty babe, maybe four months, right. When we, uh, came together, this would have been like in August when Fierstein Latimer, August of 2022, to put this into perspective, guys, Josh Fierstein, Josh Latimer, Scott Thomas, and myself get on a phone in August and by September and October, we've, we've been dated, right personal trips down there. I, I'm a firm believer. Like I want to meet the family. I, uh, what's the, is there fruit there? Uh, and then ultimately, you know, what's, how do they live their lives? Right. Like it's, it's a huge, either red flag or green light for me, um, and for, for Ash and, and just how we're going to continue to move forward with any business relationship. Uh, and, and as we've kind of taken those steps by, by what November and then December, like you're, you're, you're like transitioning from, uh, like spiritual advisor, King's council, again, still very involved with all of that, but you're now in the studio in Plano. There's all sorts of construction going on. You guys are putting together episodes. We've launched with America first news, yeah. America first news.com, by the way, for those to, that should check that out, but give, give me your perspective on that man over the last four four or five months of your life <laughs> yeah so you say august well that's when we actually moved down here we yeah. actually got down here in august so, so crazy so all this happened so quickly and one of our our biggest prayer requests upon coming down here was god just please give us community 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 we don't want to you know we don't want to struggle trying to find a home church and friends down here like give us true brothers and sisters in the lord so, so quickly meet Josh Fierstein, his wife, Jess, and their kids. And we just click Josh Latimer, his wife, Ashley, and their kids. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, that if that's all it was, if that's all God had in store for us upon coming to Texas, that would have been answer prayer. We would have been okay with it. Little did we know is that you know, this bromance that we have and, and along with Scott, that it would be a true polygamous bromance and we would allow two other men named Josh into this bromance. And um, yeah, I, I just started really clicking and hanging with Josh Fierstein and um, it, it's amazing. And people may hear this or see this and be like, what in the heck is this dude? How is he qualified to be doing what he's doing? Well, just so happens when you're a spiritual advisor for all these high-end business guys in different um, areas of business for a couple of years, and then uh, spend literally hours a day with Josh Fierstein, Josh Latimer down here, 
with Riley. Uh, like, consider consider you my best bro. Listen, mm -hmm. there, there's a reason why companies and uh, I think it's okay to put this out there. Companies will pay Riley and Scott 20k a day just for strategy sessions. So yep. remarkable, uh, just from doing life with Riley and and Scott and the King's Council Tribe and Josh Fierstein, Josh Latimer. What you know, I I'm in this role. Yeah, I'm pouring into them spiritually and doing all that. But what I'm gaining in, in the the realm of entrepreneurship and, and and business and leadership and all that sort of thing, man, it 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 really God knew what He was doing the, this whole way. And little did we know, uh, two years ago, you know, at, when we we're celebrating the end of that first ninety days in San Diego, that we'd be doing yeah. this, right? Right? <laughs> like, holy crow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, we acquired this, uh, the studio down here, and uh, we immediately got busy with Riley and Scott being the two lead investors for, for AFN. Now, AFN, America First News, uh, that's, that's the first show that we launched. Uh, that's with Grant Stinchfield, unbelievable uh, news anchor, unbelievable dude, just uh, become close with him. So uh, that's our, our show that you can watch right now at AmericaFirstNews.com. Uh, we have an app that, that's launching here in the next few weeks. And uh, we have a couple other shows that are going to launch uh, when we launch the app, one being with Dr. Peter McCullough and his business partner. His name is John Leak. That's going to be called The Second Opinion. Uh, there's going to be some big, big uh, name guests on that show. Uh, and I, I'm... Dr. McCullough was just here the other day in the studio. Uh, just great dude. Uh, it's so important to us that uh, people that that we work with here at the studio, we build this thing around people who aren't just you. You might see America First is like oh another conservative news station or something like that. No, AFN actually stands for A Family Network. Uh, so that's mm -hmm. what the app is going to be. Uh, we're going to be pushing social media uh, under. AFN or A Family Network, that that banner, that'll be the entire network. And we're so much more than just a single new show. Um, we have Dr. Peter McCullough's show. And it's not just going to be about, you know, uh, anti-COVID vaccine. It's not just that. That'll be part of it, uh, I'm sure. But it's not just that. Uh, but we have shows like The Bro Show, where uh, uh, we're under contract uh negotiations with a few guys uh, for that show right now, but that's going to launch in, in May. Uh, it's going to be a couple dudes uh, like Riley, me and a couple other, you know, we're going to extend our bromance probably to another uh, <laughs> few really cool dudes. And we're going to be talking about real issues. I, wh what does it mean to be uh, the type of father, the type of husband that God wants us to be? Talk about faith, talk about politics, talk about sports, have fun conversations, uh, uh, that sort of thing. The right women, uh, where, where Lucy, Jess Fierstein, Ashley Latimer, they're going to be a part of that show, and a couple other uh, cool name women that'll be a part of that. Um, too. We, yeah, as you know, we got kids cartoons, we have reality shows, uh, we have a, a cool dude, I'm not going to if anybody follows him uh, and follows us, might put two and two together because he dropped some hints, but we're, we're uh, close to signing a deal with an awesome dude down here in the area for a bounty hunter show. Uh, it's going to be epic. Great dude that we have yeah. lined up for that. So it's a lot, but um, we, we launched this thing literally as you and Scott say so often and really any successful entrepreneur 
we're going to jump out the plane and build a parachute on the way down. Right. Yeah. We're, we're going to go. If God says go, we're going to go and not irresponsibly, not recklessly, but we're going to go, we're going to take the, these action steps and we're going to figure it out as we go, especially if it's God saying, okay, do this thing. So yes. we only have the one show thus far and we haven't, you know, we haven't launched the app yet because we're still, you know, the studio space we, we acquired had some older equipment in here, uh, older control room. So as we're, we're updating everything, I mean, it's a 50,000 square foot building. And, uh, you know, this is just studio one I'm in now We're we're building out studio two, three, and four, uh, outside the door. It's a Saturday. There's a whole crew here doing renovations everywhere. And man, when I first met Josh Fierstein and kind of clicked and, you know, I knew you guys were involved and I was just kind of Josh's right-hand guy, uh, every day we'd be in the studio. I, I we, we begin our hands dirty, you know, we started yeah. recording a grant show, and because there's so much construction, there, there's just tons of dust, like prints <laughs> in the studio. So every day, literally, uh, I, I was mopping the floor in here for the first month that we had this place. Uh, and as we started to, to build a team, I, I'm a camera guy one day, then uh, um, it's like I'm directing uh, the show one day and uh, doing all these things. And all of a sudden, uh, I think between Josh, Josh, you and Scott, I think you guys all came to the conclusion and or that aha that uh, no, I, I'm the guy to be president of this thing. Which yeah, is such an honor. It's so humbling, and really, j just personally, I, I couldn't do it without you and and the mentorship. Uh, it, it's so cool. We, we mm -hmm. talk about it all the time. How alignments birth assignments. Yep. So important to do life with the right people. So important to. It, uh, if you want to better yourself, if you want to enhance your life, if you want to, uh, you know, take a leap and do something different as far as vocation or, or in the realm of entrepreneurship, which, I mean, you preach about it all the time that entrepreneurship doesn't mean just being a business owner. It's being an undertaker. It's being an yeah. action team. Yeah. Um, if you want that, then make sure that you're in a lot of rooms where you're the dumbest person in the room. Because that way, uh, surround yourself with people who are ahead of you. Surround yourself with people who, uh, with you, you've been an entrepreneur since you're freaking 15 years old. Yep. You know, it, you, you know that. So I want to be in a room with you and take in what I could take in with that. I'm going to still put myself in, in room with people that I consider uh, spiritual mentors of mine. People are just there. They're, they're clicking. They're flowing in the spirit. I'm going to make sure I'm in the room with those people as well because I want to learn their habits. I want to learn their disciplines. I just want to be a, a, a sponge that that God could, I mean, we all want God to, uh, we all pray for God's ultimate will to be done, but how many of us are are truly just willing to be that 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 clay on the potter's wheel? Yeah. And when God starts molding you and shaping you, that doesn't necessarily feel good, doesn't always necessarily look the way you think it's going to look. But if you're willing willing to be molded and shaped and be a sponge, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like we have one shot here on earth, right? And again, back to that faith and obedience. I don't want, and even to take it even further back to the AFN piece, this whole thing, we, we may wind up being the most successful network, media network, TV company that the world's ever seen make billions and billions of dollars. 
But if uh, souls aren't saved through this platform, it's an epic failure, epic right. failure. Th this whole thing is just a big platform. It's not another church. It's not somebody standing with a bullhorn at the corner that God has created this to get the gospel out. And we, we know how evil the world of media is. We know that the, the, uh, the enemies, the, the prince of the air, we, we know all that. So we're, we're stepping right into enemy territory with this. Yep, yep. But I believe that God has anointed and appointed Josh Fierstein for this because he, he is truly the one that has the mantle on his shoulders to, to lead this army. And even, even for the show, we say that it's a, um, it's a, it's a newsroom powered by a prayer room, right? Mm -hmm. We're in the studio every morning. We're praying. So uh, with AFN, a family network, uh, this is about creating content where Jesus, he may not be at the forefront uh, of every episode, but best believe there's going to at least be some sneaky Jesus in there. And yeah. it's going to be a gigantic funnel to, to Jesus. And we don't want to just, uh, yes, we're the new show, we're conservatives, right? That's what we are. But first and foremost, it's not even about what our political stance is. It's about who we are, our, ident our ident identity, excuse me, as Christians, as true born again, spirit filled believers who yeah. are willing to take territory. And you said it, you and Scott said this for the last couple of years. If you don't like what the billboard says, then find a way to buy the billboard and put whatever you want on there. Yeah. Well, guess what? You put your money where your mouth is. You, you don't like what, what media is putting out. I mean, it, it's dangerous at this point to let your kid alone on any sort of device because they'll find something that's evil and that right. they shouldn't be seeing. Well, guess what? You put your money where your mouth is and you bought, you invested in this media company where every show that we have, top to bottom, an entire family is going to be able to sit in front of one screen and watch together. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good, man. And I think that's really what I think solidified it for me. I mean, it, gradually as meeting with, with Josh, uh, Fierstein and, and like, okay, what is the, the real vision here? Um, certainly we're even from a business standpoint, it's like, okay, this has to make money. Right. And, and we were discussing that, but like, what was the true, vision what is this rooted in and what is what what is the end game if any um just you know biblical or business principles obviously everything that that we do is is based on biblical principles so the foundation of this you mentioned you know jesus might not be the forefront of every episode and things but he is the foundation of what we're building everything upon the rock that that we're building this this upon um but uh, Josh actually, you know, shared with us uh, this idea of what the original, you know, when television was was originally introduced, right? And and the family would come together uh, and and gather, you know, for a, a show. And you can see the, just the deconstruction of the family unit from what the, the 50s, 60s, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s and, and 10s and in the 20s now that we're in, like what has actually taken place from the original idea of a broadcast network where it was being able to, the family can come together um, and, and be entertained for a period of time, right? With good, wholesome content. I think of like even um, uh, Mr. Rogers, right? And, and, uh, you know, just some good, wholesome things that, that were, were great and how just it's, 
progressively gotten worse and worse and worse, but even just how the, the the minds, the indoctrination that takes place based upon the media, right? And and there's a reason that they're called, I mean, I, I love going down this rabbit hole, like mediums in, in the media, right? Which in, in we're, we're delivered these things through channels, right? Uh, of, of what's being broadcast to us. But as you mentioned that the Prince of the Airways, man, we're fighting this thing. We're coming to the 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 forefronts here to knowing that this battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual principalities of this world. But we've already won the war. The battle, though, we're we're, we're battle tested. We're ready to take this thing to take forth the, the territory to bring the kingdom come back here on the earth right now and to be bold about it, knowing that, yes, AFN, a family network, uh, is about Jesus. It is about the kingdom come, and we're going to be delivering incredible content, incredible news, right? Truth, right? But it's not. there's not going to be a, 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 a ulterior motive behind this trying to get you to buy into a concept. It's going to be truth, and then there's going to be television shows where the family can come Come together and and be entertained together. Not a child that's that's watching YouTube over here. Uh, the 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 mom's watching uh, Kardashians. The dad's watching some you know truck show or baking show or whatever it is. Like no 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 that that's narrow casting. But being able to bring this back to broad casting at the, bringing the family unit together at the core of what is is been so um affected and so challenged and broken down with the family unit because at the head of that i, I think that's what the enemy has has known right if, if he can if if as a husband and a wife come together in a representation of how Jesus uh, laid his life down for the church. Like there is a serious confrontation and, and confliction that takes place that the enemy it wants to affect. And if he can affect that, he can affect generations to generations to generations. And we're, we are coming in and we're, we are saying no, not anymore. Not anymore. And and we've launched this with America First News. Yes, there, there's it's it's news, but ultimately these these new shows that are going to be coming in uh in, in the app that you're gonna be able to download, Netflix style app. Okay, that's what we'll be launching here. As soon as it's launching, um, we will let you guys know. Uh, but I would highly encourage you to tune in. Just go. Actually, I'll just say this right now and I'll I'll say it before we wrap up too. But if you just text the letters AFN to 727-472-3860. We're going to, we'll send you a, uh, the direct website of americafirstnews.com. And we encourage you to get on that email list because we're going to keep you updated with all of the upcoming, uh, uh, announcements in the new television shows, the docu series, the kids um, shows, Kid Possible, fun show, uh, and then cartoons and different things like that. That 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 the goal here is to be able to again, as Christian mentioned, just have this on at any time throughout the day, and you don't have to be uh, worried or concerned about what's taking place, what's being um, put in your child's brain and uh, in, in knowing that this, everything that we'd have in, in going to be promoting is, is based upon biblical principles and foundations um, ultimately for us to lead our families appropriately um, and to live a God fearing life in today's society, which is, it can be hard. It can, it can be, it can be hard, but we do it by staying rooted in him 
abiding in him. Um, and this is just going to be a platform that you can confidently come to and not have to be worried about what your child is being indoctrinated in. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, man. It's going to be a fun ride. Yes. Fun journey. Uh, Lots of warfare, but I, I think we're up for the task. We absolutely are, man. We are together, right? And this is why I think it's just so amazing again as part of the body of Christ. Like I look at this, this is no different than the representation that that we've been given in Ephesians of of uh you know apostles, evangelists, and 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 teachers, right? And, and shepherds. Like it, it, I, I view this as again a kind of a biblical model of how we even can do business, right? And and we used to talk about this a lot when we first started the King's Council of having, you know, the mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially as individuals how we should be operating in excellence in those. Right. And, and, you know, Josh Fierstein and his giftings and, and Josh Latimer and Scott, myself and you Grant Stinchfield coming alongside to deliver, you know, a, a great news, uh, uh, um, a daily news show, right? Like everybody's gifting that God's is using is, is coming alongside here to fully advance the kingdom of heaven on the earth right now. And um, if not us, then who? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I, I think we're wrapping up. I don't know how long we've been going, but I have no uh, clue. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to definitely mention this. What you just said, the word we there, and it's not just we, uh, you, me, Scott, Josh, Josh. Uh, it's not just King's Council, yeah. it's not just AFN. It's we, the body of Christ. It's not even we, the conservative party. It, it, it's we, the body of Christ. I, I don't care. Mm what what other affiliation you have if you are a, a true spirit-filled believer of jesus christ this is what we're talking about when we say we uh, it's time that we come together we stand shoulder to shoulder we lock arms and we take territory uh it just every day I, I mean literally since this network even started a couple months ago uh really what during we're still in a soft launch just the world's getting crazier by not just the the week or the day by the second now. So yeah. we need to truly come together and stand for truth, stand for truth and be obedient. When, when God is speaking to you, if God is calling you to be a part of this mission to take territory back in the name of Jesus, listen, seek out God, know where your, your part is. I, I mean, it, maybe it's here at this network. Maybe it's, uh, you know, however, and when I, I've been talking to people who uh, have been reaching out, want to be a part of the network and uh, real conversations that, that I'm having with people is, listen, if you're on the fence, if you think God's calling you over here and, and not with us, it's like, dude, that's okay. Because we're we're in this together. We're not trying to scoop yep. up all the, all the best talent. We we want to be our our ultimate objective is to be in God's will one hundred percent with this. And, and me as president, I, I will say that till I'm not president of this thing anymore. Whenever hopefully yep. that's when God calls me home. Uh, but if God's calling another good spirit filled Christian to be at another network or be on a whole another platform, maybe in the church as a pastor, as a preacher or a missionary, whatever it is, maybe an on-air talent, whatever it is, we will support you. We will have your back 100% if that's what God's will is. We're not going to try to persuade anybody to come to the network if both parties don't have a peace about it or if both parties don't get the green light from God. It's just not going to happen. It's right. not going to happen. Yeah, and, that's good, man. And, and, yeah. 
And I, I think that's a great way to end this is, and I just want to even throw this out there for our listeners here. Like, what is it that you feel God's calling you to do? Right. Like what, what is it? What, and, and if you don't know, then all the more reason why I'm even asking this is get, spend time with him, get into the word of God and, and, and spend time with him in prayer, not just asking for things, but listening. And, and, and know that this is a relationship guys, that, that it's a two-way relationship. And you, you've been a part of the, those relationships where you're only, somebody is only around you for what they can get out of you. Think of that in, in no difference, guys. Like it, uh, we've, we've been given this a biblical framework of how to pray when we pray. Right. And, and that's a lot of us know this as the Lord's prayer, right? That's, that's just something that man made up. It's the Lord's prayer, right? It's no, it is, it is a prayer. It's a biblical framework of, of how we should be praying. Like your kingdom come on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread. Take, thank you, God, for taking care of our needs, right? And forgiving us and allowing us to forgive others that, 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 that trespass against us. Right. And, and it, this is a framework to, to understand that, but it, in doing so, spend some time in there and, and seeking him and listening to understand what that looks like in your life. Ask God, what does it mean for me to be obedient to you, Jesus? And, and then, and I would say then, and only then start to take those steps of, of faith. If you're, if you're just taking steps without seeking him first, you're, there's nothing that separates you from anybody else on, on the face of the earth. Right. And, and yeah. seeking what we want. And yes, I, I the scripture, I, it tells us God wants to give us the desires of our heart, but the, your, your heart is, is malice. Your heart is, is icky until, unless you've committed, you've been rebirthed, you've been reborn as a, as a follower of Jesus Christ and into your life. And once you have that, you're going to really realize that your desires of your heart will be transformed, not to your will, but to his will. And, and your will ultimately wants to become more and more in alignment with his will. Christian, you said with your alignments, birth assignments, that absolutely has to do with, with our relationships on this earth. But the first and foremost is your relationship with your creator. If you're not in alignment with him, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Matthew 6, 33 tells us that, that everything else will be given to us and done unto us, but it starts with first seeking him and in his righteousness. And that is in right standing with him and ultimately uh, putting ourselves in a position to be used by him. But once we do that, now we can be obedient to that calling on our lives, um, which is something that is, is, can be very scary, but something that I promise you, I, I, I promise you having been through this, I know you too, bro. Like, it's like, there's nothing more exciting and more rewarding in your life when you are abiding in him. And then whatever he calls us to do, it, while it may look like even from an earthly standard, like, oh, I don't want to do that. That sucks. Just start to do it. And I promise you those desires of your heart are going to be fulfilled because of who you are abiding in, not what you're actually doing in the moment. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I, I want to add one thing. I, I, I We could end right there, but I feel led to share one yeah. more thing on this. Uh, as you know, we do a weekly Bible study uh, with King's Council on Wednesday mornings. Yes. And we took a whole year to go through the Gospel of John. We took our time through it. Yeah. So at the end, John 21, where Jesus says, cast your nets on the right side of the boat. So uh, 
I'm the type of guy where I don't try to, you know, read the Bible in a year and rush through it. Like God will literally have me sit on a verse for, for weeks at a time and just meditate on that. And when we got to that, uh, God just ministered to me through that verse and it, it's applicable. It, it plays a factor into why I'm here today. So what, what I realized that I, I was doing at times, and I think a lot of us tend to do is we, we may not be obedient to the small things we know God wants of us because they're small things. And it may seem like, ah, oh, if I, if I do that, great. If I don't, does it really mean anything in the end? Well, heck yeah, it does because God said to do it. So to cast your nets on the right side, th those boats that those, those disciples were on are about seven and a half feet wide. Literally makes no sense that you can move the net seven and a half feet to the other side of the boat. And all of a sudden there's so many fish there that they can't even pull it into the boat. To, to the mind, it, it just makes no logical sense that that would make a difference. Yeah. But they did it and they reaped the reward. And what I realized is that all the little commands that God gives us day in and day out, we feel a prompting from the Holy Spirit. God tests us to be obedient in those little things. And when we are, he will bless us by giving us bigger and more worthy things to be obedient to. And I truly think that that that's, I believe, I know that that's part of why I'm able to sit in the studio now, because that verse ministered to me so much. And I started making a commitment to the small things God was telling me to be obedient to in my life. And then I realized he was testing me along the way, be obedient to God. Be obedient in the small things. If you think it plays no factor here on earth, it plays a factor up in heaven. It plays a factor as to whether God knows he could trust you or not. So obedience, obedience, obedience. Yes. Yes. So great, man. We're going to end it on that. Uh, love chatting with you, man. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll keep you guys. It, well, first off, text AFN. It stands for A Family Network or America First News, AFN 727-472-3860. We'll make sure that we keep you updated and have all the new updates. And as soon as that app is, is available for download, you will be the first to know. Um, and then also, since you mentioned Bible study, man, I haven't haven't done a shout out for this. Um, if you want to know more about the King's Council uh, and up to date on what we do every Wednesday, we we have a prayer time, a specific prayer request time, uh, 7.30 Central Standard Time AM. And then at 8 AM Central Time, we go into a, a Bible study, um, typically led by Christian or Caleb Spittler. A lot of you guys know him within the community. And that's there's no charge for any of it. It's just part of being in our community and we we want you guys to partake in that so text the word king k-i-n-g again to 727-472-3860 and uh, we'll make sure that you guys get uh you know updates uh within the king's council and all the new new announcements and exciting things by the way some ridiculously exciting things happening within the king's council um just in our, our coaching structure and our program moving forward as we are uh you know really being intentional and obedient through this process as well as, um, you know, being an example within, in, you know, culture, we'll call it in society of how we can rock out. I said rock out, which I think is probably more fitting. I was to say walk out, but how we can rock out of our lives as kingdom entrepreneurs um, in the marketplace. Right. And how to be rock stars. Well, we'll stick with that in the marketplace, not because of who we are, but because of whose we are and ultimately the image bearing representations of our creator. Um, and so if that sounds like something you can get excited about and what we're doing again, just text the word King and uh, we'll get you more and more and more updates on the King's council and AFN uh, what we're doing moving forward. So Christian, love you, brother. 
Love you, man. I'll be seeing you in a couple days. Yeah, awesome. See you guys. Hey guys, if you're digging our content and want more, then join our community at joinkingscouncil.com or simply text the word KING to 727-472-3860. Go, go, go.